This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. This is the place where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. Now, if you're just getting started and or you are looking for new and creative ways of making money in real estate, I've put together a free course just for you, including a checklist on how to find motivated sellers, property owners that are willing and able to sell you their property at a discount. And to access that free course, go to free realestateinvestingcourse.com, freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Alrighty, so as I'm recording this, it's 6 a.m. on Sunday, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you all, uh, belatedly, as you're listening to this. Uh, just I just got back last night, uh, Saturday night, midnight, from a week-long vacation with my mom, uh, my wife, and my son in the Bahamas. Had an amazing time, and on the flight... I was, uh, it was a long flight. I was reviewing the ticket sales that had come in for the upcoming Epic Intensive. And, you know, I was really pleased to see all of the different family members that are coming together. Husband and wife teams, father and son, mother, daughter, brother, sister. And it, and it just, it really made me smile as one of the primary inspirations for, and I don't know if I've really shared this or I haven't shared it to great length, but um, one of the primary inspirations for writing books and creating this show right here and creating a real estate investing academy uh, and creating the Epic Wealth Fund is all to leave a, a legacy of my knowledge and my experiences to my son. That's one of the primary inspirations. And if it's not the, I, I remember at the age of 34 when someone recommended the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad to me. You've heard the story many times. I've shared it many times. And the first thing that I thought after reading that book was how different my life would have been if I, in high school, if if they would have just, you know, swapped out, say, Catcher in the Rye or any one of the, the, the novels, the fictional novels that we read. If they would have just swapped out, say, Catcher in the Rye for Rich Dad, Poor Dad, how different life would have been. Because at the age of 34, you know, I had already experienced great financial success and lost it. You know, with, with a little bit of financial education from a book like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I, I might have never lost it. Or at the very least, I would have had a different mindset about finances and would have had a much better shot at keeping it. And yeah, after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there, there weren't too many um, there weren't too many other sources of information out there that I could find whose financial principles were in alignment with Robert Kiyosaki's. And still today... There aren't many more. I mean, it's been just the it's been the same basic, antiquated, old school, old fashioned financial education that's been around for a hundred years. Very, very few out there um, are teaching stuff in alignment with Robert Kiyosaki's principles or what he kind of I don't know. I guess the first one to really hit the mainstream. I don't know if they were his principles, but. He certainly had had it go mainstream to it. And to what I'm referring to is the, is the pr uh, principle of creating streams of income over piles of income. 
you know, creating streams versus piles. You know, and certainly I believe it's becoming more and more commonly known that streams of income and, and passive income and residual income and royalties and dividends and cash flow is all, that's the way to go. That's where the real wealth lies. And, and but as, as that's becoming more commonly known, how many are actually pursuing it as a priority? I mean, we all say we want financial freedom. We all agree that these streams of income, or we're all starting to agree that these streams of income is what's going to create that financial freedom. But how many are actually pursuing it? They say it's what they want, but is it actually, are their actions actually following what they want? And, And I haven't conducted a survey. I have no, you know, official study to reference, but I've been doing this for a while and I've been helping a lot of people along this journey. And, and I'm willing to bet of the people who have made an investment in their financial education um, and of the smaller group within who that group who has been exposed to the idea of streams of income over piles of income, it's an even smaller group within who actually practices what they've learned to pursue those streams of income over the piles of it. And there's a Chinese proverb that, that reads, to know and not do is to not know. So we all think we know, oh yeah, passive income, that's it. That's the way to go. And you, you you say that you know that. But if you're not doing it, you don't really know it. And, and I've always held this proverb close to my heart when I started over in life, bagging groceries at the age of 34. You've heard the story. I went from a seven-figure year to $7 an hour really quickly just because of change in how that the music industry was working. And, you know, I, I've made it, a point or really held this proverb close to my heart to to learn from other people's mistakes and actually implement what I learned. You know, it's how my whole uh, book, the first book I wrote, Do Over, came about. I mean, it was all about the first part of my life in the music industry and all the terrible mistakes I made and having to learn from those mistakes and apply those into a totally different business, but business all the same, of real estate. And you know, as, as another saying is a smart man will learn from their mistakes. A wise man will learn from others' mistakes. And I think it really took a rise and fall experience in my own life to learn this lesson as I was terrified. And I still am today of falling again. And I've gone through this rise and fall and I've been fortunate enough to pick myself up, brush myself off and rise again. And, and operating day to day with that underlying fear of potentially falling again with that underlying motivation, because that really is probably my primary motivation. It's what keeps me going. It's what forces me to get up every single day and do what's required, whether I like doing that stuff or not. It's the motivation that keeps me doing it. Um, With that underlying motivation, there's no new information that I'm closed off to. That fear has me very uh, has me have a very open mind. I mean, I consider everything that I read, everything that I hear, everything that I see, and you know, for all of the stuff that makes sense to me, I apply it. For to know and not do is to not know. And on top of all of that, I want to set a good example for my family and specifically my son. Uh, I don't know if he'll he'll be my last child, but for right now, he's my priority. I don't want him to reach the age of 34 being financially illiterate like I was at that age. And looking back and after thousands of conversations, it's our parents from where we get our foundational financial education. 
So there's a major responsibility there that all parents have and very few realize the, the magnitude of that responsibility. And generally speaking, there are exceptions, of course, but generally speaking, rich parents teach their kids to be rich. Poor parents teach their kids to be poor. And, and the poor parents don't teach their kids to be poor on purpose. No, it's not intentional. Parents want the best for their kids and they do the very, they're the very best that they can. They do the very best that they know how to do for them. It's just that people can only truly teach what they know. And what they truly know, per that Chinese proverb, is what they do. What they truly know is what they do and what they do consistently. And it's this awareness that I have about this subject that forces me to practice everything that I teach. Because I know if I teach something that I don't do, I don't really know it. So if I don't really know it, I have no right teaching it. So for me to make sure that I'm that my family and son learn what works financially as early and as efficiently as possible, it's critical that I do everything that I teach. And, and all that to say, what are you teaching your family and kids? I mean, what are you intending to teach and what are you actually teaching, I think is the better question. And, and if you don't have kids yet, what will you teach them? And what's what you the, the quick answer to that is what you will teach them is what you are actually doing right now. And how do you feel about that? So coincidentally, or, or not, while on the plane, I stumbled upon an article written by Tom Corley at uh, richhabits.net. And the article's title, in case you want to go read it for yourself, it's a good read. Um, Will Your Child Be Rich or Poor? 15 Poverty Habits Parents Teach Their Children. And based on what I just shared with you, the article naturally caught my attention because that's the top of mind and I'm always thinking about that. Like, you know, my son is watching everything that I do. So I have to make sure that he's watching the right stuff. And, uh, you know, so that, that article naturally caught my attention as I wanted to see if I'm inadvertently teaching my son any of these 15 poverty habits. That's like, oh my God, I hope I'm not doing this. As I'm aware of the almost infinite realm of information that is out there that is comprised of what we don't know that we don't know. So I'm like, oh, oh so somebody's got a list of 15 poverty habits that they're teaching their kids. I, I Let me check. That's a lot of them. That's 15. I don't know if I've got all of those in check. So let me go read this article. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll read the, the introduction to this article to provide some context and also to let, just kind of let you know, if you're not teaching your kids to be financially successful, understand that no one else is going to teach them either. So if you want your kids to be financially literate and financially successful, understand that it's all up to you. It, it begins... And it's going to end with them. But how it ends with them is how it's going to begin with you. All right. So here's the article. It reads, um, again, Tom Corley is his name. This comes from over at richhabits.net. Uh, when I travel the country speaking to high school and college students about exactly what they need to do to become financially successful in life, I always begin my presentation by asking three questions. How many want to be financially successful in life? How many think 
they will be financially successful in life. The second question. And almost every time I ask the first two questions, every hand rises in the air. Then I ask the magic third question. How many have taken a course in school on how to be financially successful in life? Not one hand raises in the air. Ever, he says. Clearly, every student wants to be successful and thinks they will be successful, but none have been taught by their parents or their school system how to be financially successful in life. Not only are there no courses on basic financial success principles, but there are no structured courses teaching basic financial literacy. We are raising our children to be financially illiterate, illiterate and to fail in life. Is it any wonder that most Americans live paycheck to paycheck, that most Americans accumulate more debt than assets, that many Americans lose their homes when they lose their job? Is it any wonder that most Americans cannot afford college for their children and that student loan debt is now the largest type of consumer debt? What's worse is what our children are being taught by their parents, the school system, politicians, and the national media. They are teaching our children that the wealthy are corrupt, greedy, have too much wealth, and that this wealth needs to be redistributed. What kind of message do you think that sends to America's future generation? Is it teaching them that seeking financial success is bad and evil thing? Is is it teaching them that seeking uh, financial success is a bad and evil thing? So, Here are some statistics from this five-year study on the daily habits that separate the wealthy from the poor, okay? Uh, 63% of self-made millionaires were required by their parents to read two or more nonfiction books every month versus only 3% of the poor. 63% of self-made millionaires um, were required by their parents to read two or more Nonfiction books every month versus only 3% of the poor. That's huge, in my opinion. Uh, number two, 6% of the wealthy played the lottery versus 77% of the poor. Uh, number three, only 16% of the wealthy gambled regularly on sports versus 52% of the poor. Uh, number four, 82% of the self made millionaires pursued a dream versus 3% of the poor. Uh, 68% of the self-made millionaires said they learned success habits from their parents versus only 6% of the poor. The lessons are coming from you. If it's to be for your children to, to experience financial success, 68% of them, 68% of the time, it's coming from you. And if you're poor, only you only got a 6% shot at becoming financially successful through your parents. And we see what all the other available sources are to you are essentially not on your side either. Um, Next, that uh, 63% of the wealthy spent less than one hour per day on recreational internet use. 74% of the poor spent more than an hour a day on the internet. Um, Let's see, 83% of the wealthy attended back to school night for their kids versus 13% of the poor. That's That's a very... A big gap right there. 83% of the wealthy attended back to school night for their kids versus 13% of the poor. Um, 79% of the wealthy networked five hours or more per month versus 16% of the poor. That's big. There's a saying, uh, I don't know who who gets the credit for it, but I have always uh, agreed with it 100% that your net worth is determined by your net work. 
And as this stat says, 79% of the wealthy networked five hours or more per month versus 16% of the poor. Uh, let's see, 100%, 100%, that means everybody, <laughs> of self-made millionaires had a success mentor. None of the poor had a success mentor. So who is the mentor in your children's life? Who is the mentor in your life? And I would even go further. Who was the mentor that your mentor had? Because it's 100% of self-made millionaires had a success mentor. And let's see. Here's, an, here's another one. 63% uh, of the wealthy had a positive, optimistic mindset. 94% of the poor had a negative, pessimistic mindset. I mean, if you're poor today, um, or if you're in any sort of minority class, how could you have a positive mindset with the messages that are being thrown at you on a daily basis on how you are disadvantaged and you don't have a shot and you are entitled and everything needs to be given to you or else you're just doomed for life? That is really the, the, the general consensus, and I'm not picking out any specific group. I'm just talking about um, the poor and the the less privileged, um, however you want to label it, uh, that's the message that's coming. And how, so my my point is, how could you have a, a positive, optimistic mindset when that is what you were hit with on a daily basis? And sixty three percent of the wealthy had a positive, optimistic mindset. So there 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 are ten more uh, stats here that that I'm going to go ahead and and I'll continue on tomorrow's. Uh, turnkey real estate investing show and if you haven't tuned into that show you can at turnkey real estate investing show.com that'll take you right to the link and just click subscribe turnkey real estate investing show.com and i'm going to share that on tomorrow's show there the rest of this as i think this is an important enough subject for both of my audiences those who have more of a hands-on approach to their real estate investing right like right here on the epic real estate investing show and those who have more of a hands-off approach to their real estate investing on the turnkey real estate investing show. But the article goes on to sum it up. The fact is the poor are poor because they have too many poverty habits and too few rich habits. The best parents teach their children good habits that lead to success and the worst parents teach their kids bad habits that lead to poverty. We don't have a wealth gap in this country we have a parent gap. We don't have income inequality. We have parent inequality. And to bring it all the way back, when reviewing the tickets sold thus far to the Epic Intensive, it made me feel really good to see how many family members were participating together in their financial education. I mean, to witness as small as or as insignificant uh, of a movement as it may be that the, the Epic Intensive is bridging the gap of this country's financial education inequalities made me feel really good that at least it's not contributing more to the problem. We have enough uh, sources out there that are doing that, whether they know it or not. There's enough out there that's really causing havoc in, in people's financial future. And so it just made me feel really good to see the families participating together at the Epic Intensive. There are a few seats left at the Epic Intensive um, so if you've been on the fence on whether to attend or not, maybe this will push you over to join us. Um, make it about something bigger than just making a few bucks flipping a property. Make it about sharing the gift of financial education with your family, with your children. 
and at the very least, make it about expanding your own financial education and then taking action on what you learn, for you can only really teach what you do. All right, so go to epicintensive.com to reserve your seat. We're less than two weeks away. We'll be closing registration any day now. We're almost at capacity. Um, so epicintensive.com, reserve your seat. And hey, if you can't make this event, I know this just, just wrapped up, this very important subject just wrapped up into being an epic intensive promotion. But um, d- don't let that, don't let the message here get lost in that. If, if you can't make this event, make it a point to put something for yourself on the calendar that's related to financial education. Whether it's this event or another event, um, doesn't matter to me. This is all in the interest of your well-being and your family's well-being and the legacy that you pass on to your children. Uh, make it a point for something for yourself, uh, to put something for yourself that's related to financial education. I'll put that on the calendar. And don't stop with one event. Make it a regular practice to attend events like this. Make it a regular practice to um, educate like this. I mean, look for a mentor. Look for like-minded people to network with. That's all within the habits. And make it... And um, make it a practice to uh, absorb nonfiction information. All of those were in the stats that we just read. And even if you just do this once a year, make it a point to attend and make it a point to take the family with you. Take as many as you can with you because, you know, we just live in a society where money is very important, regardless of what anyone may say. It is very, very, very important. Nothing replaces it in which the way it serves us. It puts the food in our stomach, it puts the roof over our head, it puts the clothes on our back, it, put, it pays all of the medical bills, and it allows us to do all of that good stuff for the people that we love too. Nothing replaces money in the which way it serves us in our society. And if your family is on different pages of finances, life can be really, really tough. It can be really depressing. It can be tough to get out of that pessimistic and negative mindset. But when you're all on the same page financially, you will be unstoppable and capable of accomplishing great things. Alrighty, so that's it for today. Uh, Tune into Turnkey Real Estate Investing tomorrow. That's at turnkeyrealestateinvestingshow.com. Tune in there tomorrow to catch the rest of the stats here that that separates the, the rich from the poor. And I'll go ahead and I'll cover the entire list of the 15 success habits you should be instilling in your children, should be instilling in all of our children. All right, so if I don't see you tomorrow, I'll see you next week on another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. God bless and to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.